2: TMS is brought to you daily by and large by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like the Merd, Bruce Flea, and Eric Reinard. Coming up on TMS, I need to take a pith. Don't tip like a bitch. Dr. Roxy, full of moxie.
4: Bezzle your fruit.
2: What's the frequency, Amy? Smell the button. The Born Supreme.
4: There are words out there I
2: don't use. I rolled the dice in Shreveport. Stream pottery, not surgery. Wordle and sourdough. Melon meat. You'd be mad to watch it on Max. Two Bite Brownie Books with Amy. How Not to be Horrible with Wendy and More on this episode of The Morning Stream. A friend of mine said I should try America online. So I did. I've gotten help with my golf swing, planned my next vacation. I even get stock price updates every 15 minutes.
1: I've got worldwide email. Point and click internet access and a great web browser. It's people like you what cause and risk The morning stream fish why the hell
2: do they call you fish? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Thursday, July twentieth, twenty twenty three. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Ibbett.
4: Mm, it is. It is. All those things you say are true.
2: You know, yesterday your your quiz prompted me to go listen to a bunch of Monty Python
4: yesterday. Yeah, I get that. people like you watch holes on wrists.
2: <laughs> I love that I love line. It. It's yeah. so good. And uh, I went crunchy just, frog, or is that uh, no? That planning? was the. Ch- um, I'd like to buy a fish. You don't know the name oh, of it, but there's okay, a whole yeah. thing where he's trying to buy a certain kind of fish. And right. uh, uh, Michael Palin is the storekeeper and he doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. But it's great because it's the radio version. They add like the store door sound effects and the sound of animals in there, and it's just got this really cool vibe. Final Cut Those are is are the so ones good.
4: That, we, uh, that we always uh, heard on Dr. Demento. Like That's what... That's that's those are the versions, right? Like I the, assume uh, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think that's
2: the, the first time I ever radium. heard them was was there. But then when that two CD package came out, I was like, well, I'm buying that. I'm getting mm-hmm. that right now. Yeah, that's a good deal. Still have it somewhere. Um, anyway, you guys should seek it out. It's on YouTube. The whole thing. It's just free. It's out yeah. there. Hey, look at this Uh show. We have a show, and yeah, uh, we, yeah. Got, we got things. I got a question though about uh you know I don't know how often you. Uh, do the grocery shopping. If you do it with Tina, you guys split it up a little bit or how? who goes and who does what, I don't know.
4: Tina does 90% of it. And sometimes
2: she'll drag me along with her. um, And sometimes she'll just send me to the store to get a few things. Sounds like our house. So that's about what we do. And uh, something I noticed, I went with Kim shopping and Mm -hmm. she had to buy some stuff. Uh, She's prepping for this trip. So she's in charge of food, of course. And Mm -hmm. is buying like, you know making jambalaya and freaking some kind of chili thing with potato bar night nice. and all these plans it's all going to be good but a lot of it she can make now freeze and then take you know have it ready oh, to go smart.
4: very smart wow yeah she's yeah. good
2: at that so she's doing all that but i noticed something
5: mm-hmm.
2: i always thought it was just a cartoon thing or kind of a stereotype or whatever but when i buy a melon
5: mm-hmm.
2: i just look at them and go that one looks all right and i'll take it kim thumps him. yeah she thumps that melon does does ever does do most people thump a melon and does what are you listening for when you thump a melon i could ask Um, her this but i want to i want to know what you say like if i you thump a melon what are you expecting out of that process
4: yeah like if you don't hear anything when you thump a melon or you just hear like yourself hitting the rind then it's a squishy inside melon if you hear like a like a like a you know deep noise when you're when you're thumping it yeah then then it's a firm then it's firm inside and that's what you want
2: and you, and how do, do you the know same thing with how do you know it's too or not too uh not ripe uh, unripe how do you know it's not ready yet like what's the sound
4: oh that I don't know I mean that you can usually tell by the outside depending on the type of melon it is but like a uh, an overly pale honeydew or or cantaloupe mm. um yeah you want like you said you want a hollow a hollow sound. Okay. You want you want an icky thump. Icky thump. Want. Oh, an icky thump. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's just, that's what uh, Jack White is always listening for. He's listening for an icky thump. Oh, an icky thump. Well, good for him. Yes. Um, I also thump uh, to find out if my sourdough loaf is. Is baked all the way through. I thump that too.
2: Really, ones you make or when one you ones you pick. Ones up the you bite? make, yeah.
4: If you, you we don't buy sourdough loaves, and I haven't, I really haven't made sourdough since the uh, end of the the lockdowns. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah do you remember that, that for a hot it. minute? Yeah. That was a yeah. big deal for a while. Everybody, yeah. Oh bread. my god, it was like everybody was
4: doing whirled and making, then uh, doing sourdough bread. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was a that was a hot minute. So so all right. So what I'm so and then she says. Uh, the other way for a cantaloupe in particular is you got to smell the little button on there.
4: Smell the, right, the, where it connected to the tree. I have no idea what I'd be smelling for. Like I'd just say, oh, that smells like cantaloupe. I guess maybe that's it, right? If it smells bad, then you know that the inside has gone bad, maybe?
2: It's gone uh, too ripe. And then if it smells not at all or it smells kind of plain, it probably isn't done enough. But if it smells like cantaloupe, you're good. Yeah
4: usually usually I just I just kind of <laughs> I just kind of squeeze it and I' and I'm sure this won't get turned into a
5: gift oh, but I like no.
4: just kind of squeeze the melon and if it if it uh, just feels squishy then I avoid it I I don't know uh, how much uh, Tina does the thumping but that's usually my barometer is like
2: I feel like I need to watch people. Do more people watching it like a Costco uh, produce aisle, and just see how people sure, treat their melons? Sure, because I kind of I watch Kim do it. <laughs> I don't. Just, you know.
4: I wonder how much people at Costco check because you like get seven of them at a time, don't you? Like in a, uh,
2: a little mesh bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I don't even know how they. I don't know how they do melons there. Maybe they. Maybe they're. Maybe they're one I at mean, a time. Maybe you could like, probably
4: get individual melons at Costco. What um, I want to I know, do, like
2: your. I want to do that thing where those guys grow watermelon inside of a mold mm. so it's the shape of the yeah thing.
4: like the japanese cube watermelon yeah dude yeah because it's still watermelon it doesn't change it's Still the- watermelon yeah it just makes it like then you can just uh not chamfer what is it when you um cut something instead of cutting it in half and then carving what you want the meat out of it so to speak mm-hmm. you basically just cut off the edges and then just do a a large a, a major die or a, a large dice like a yeah what is that that's um yeah chamfer, that a but There's it's something like that. that it's a you need um,
2: a special knife or just nor just, just you no
4: know, like, regular regular chef's knife will do it we we uh, when we did our surlatab uh uh knife class we learned how to do this and you do it um what do you do it more with you do it more with um like grapefruit. You, oh, okay like basically cut the rind off and then and then oh. you can actually pull the segments out and what is that called though there's a term uh, for that. yeah
2: and when you're good, when people are good at it it's amazing
4: yeah they leave so little uh i mean they they take off they leave all the 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 good stuff that you want inside and um yeah i'm a big fan big fan of that yeah i don't yeah, know how to shoot, do it what is that called oh well um i'm never going to Never going to remember it. I want to say it sounds like chamfer. Like it begins with. Um,
2: chamfer. Um, like chamfer, like. Um,
4: like the edges in a. You know, like when you're making something out of 3D, you chamfer the edges to right. make them rounded. Right. You're like. Um, uh,
2: bezeling kind of, but it's not the same. Yeah, but that's not it. Yeah. That isn't it. bezel your fruit. <laughs> but i know what you mean and i love when that's yeah. done right like when t- someone take like a, a watermelon wedge big old fat one and just go mm-hmm. shling whack 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 and you get a yeah. perfect line And you just
4: got you know you've just supreme that's it or supreme yes dubious rascal doesn't sound at all like uh like chamfer uh you supreme um i really get the word
2: Supreme it okay yeah yeah all right so if you do it right um, it's supremacy is that the deal <laughs> yes exactly okay. when you're
4: trimming off just the outside of the Bourne movie and getting to just the action bits in the mm. in the middle got it um, yeah Supreme prestige uh, <laughs> the Bourne Let's Supreme if, that'd be great yeah it's really like
2: <laughs> whole movie is him cutting up watermelon I'd watch that
4: yeah it's it's tough because anytime you search for um Supreme here we go how to Supreme an orange there you go uh, I'll give you this little uh, oh, we got a little video Dewey. link here it's a uh, it's actually it's like photos but
2: it it really describes the whole process very very well oh yeah look at that okay so we have learned I like when we learn things and here's some learning yeah. how to supreme an orange uh, yeah. oh just a regular old orange so it's not even like take a regular fancy old find.
4: orange you cut off the rind so you're left with just the the inner bits and what you're doing is you're also cutting off the um, the Uh, not plinth. What is that stuff? The the pulp? Not pulp. Nah, not the pulp. It's the white Right. Boy. I I am not gonna remember any words today, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is it. You've uh vocabulary today. This looks hard
2: because my my tendency would be to remove too much of the flesh of the fruit. You know? Like I wouldn't
4: that's it. I had I had a lot of the letters right, the pith. That was close. It's called the pith?
2: Pith. Pith. The pith. P I T H there are words. Out there, I don't use. I just never yeah. It's use.
4: the it's the not pleasant to eat uh, white part of the outside of the orange. Right, and, uh, right, right.
2: That's some good outside uh, of the segments. Some decent fiber in there, probably. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't yeah, taste probably. good though. But you're right but, about but, it being. Uh, but you don't
4: want that if you're putting that on the on the side of a lovely plate of uh, cedar plank salmon. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to like. Ah, oh, I'm chewing on the pith of the <laughs> orange with my cedar <laughs> plank salmon. This sucks. <laughs>
2: They're just a southern gentleman from, uh, from uh, uh, I don't know where. <laughs>
4: That's exactly. That. <laughs> I, I don't like
2: that. Please.
4: I may just be a, be a podunk out of Deluxe, uh, Missouri, but I'm not going to eat no pith on my orange.
2: There you go. It looks like a skilled thing. I would not do this right. Yeah, probably... it's,
4: you know what? Once you do it, it's really easy. And and it's my favorite way now to eat a grapefruit. I, Grapefruits are worse as far as the pith being um, bitter yeah. and way tougher than orange pith. Um, <laughs> really pith me off.
2: <laughs> I need to take a pith
4: need to take a pith That's but uh, it's my favorite way to eat a grapefruit now is like doing the doing basically supreming off the the rind and the outside of the the pith and then you you take the knife and you go choo, choo, into each little segment and pull them out and you've got no oh uh, Biloxi Mississippi sorry Jay I said Biloxi Missouri didn't I yeah Miss- there Mississippi are, I've, been, I've been to the Biloxi Sun I think it is so
2: shame on me do you ever uh, go to any of those uh, casinos down on the co- on the coast in
4: I've, I've been to the one um, I haven't been I've been on a riverboat, gambled on a riverboat but it was in it was the river between um, Texas and um, Arkansas? And uh, our, uh, Arkansas? No the Eastern side. It was the Oh, uh, that would be Oh, uh, be? begins on the Ness. <laughs> Jesus uh-uh. I'm done. I'm done today, Scott. I'm not going to wow. remember any damn thing.
2: Wow! Oh, you know um, the, the river starts at the nest. It's not, Sus- yeah, Biloxi- not What's Susquehanna that? Susquehanna River? No, that's not no,
4: it. No. Um, um, let's see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a <sighs> river between Texas and Louisiana. Yeah, uh, that it? would it was, be uh... Sabine River.
4: Well, I don't know about the name of the river, but it was the, what was the, um, the city that it was just outside? Not Sabine. Jang it. Uh. Shreveport? I, Shreveport. Thank you. Shreveport. Jeez, oh, wow. Was, yeah. I spent some I time was in, in Tyler, Shreveport. Texas, the home of, uh, like the, the, the Rose capital of the United States. Mm. I was in Tyler, Texas and drove out to, cause I wanted to gamble. Yeah. I had nothing to do. There's nothing to do in Tyler, Texas folks. Um, so me and the trainer said,
2: eh, let's go to Shreveport. Very little to do in Shreveport also, except for the gambling. Um,
4: yeah, and and Jay is absolutely right. Sorry, Shreveport is a dump. It and is they, a major
2: um, dump. I went there and yeah. thought we were going to be killed in Shreveport. It was yeah, awful yeah. up there. It really is.
4: Yeah. And Shreveport, uh, the, the, the riverboat, basically has rules that it has to follow um, to be able to be a casino. Like, you can't just plunk a riverboat in the river and say, okay, it's a casino now. Mm-hmm. It has to undock... Even if it doesn't go anywhere, at least at the time, it had to undock every two hours. So, um, it would stay, stay in place, but it would close its doors, undock, and then reopen like a 10 minute process and then reopen, like redock and then open its doors again. So if you didn't get there at the right time, then you basically be waiting on the, on the outside of the boat, trying to get onto the, uh. (laughs) To the river boat. even if that boat never
2: left, left to even if its that that boat never
4: never traveled up the river. Like it just has to, it has to prove that it's boat, it's it's river worthy. So I guess weird. it has to. That's yeah. so
2: weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Shreveport. Sorry to any Shreveportians, but that your city. Well, it's a long time since I was there. <laughs> All right, so maybe things have changed in the last twenty years or whatever. But sure. when I was there last, oh man,
4: yeah, yeah. It really it's been since ninety five, no ninety. Yeah, probably 95, 96.
2: That's right around where it would have been for me. Yeah, that's weird. Wouldn't there. it be funny if we were in Shreveport at the same time? We didn't know it. <laughs> it really
4: would have been funny. Except the furthest I got into Shreveport was on the riverboat. Like uh, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, it was. I didn't go. I didn't cross the river. I don't think. I just <laughs> got onto the riverboat. and Then uh, we played for a little while. And then we drove back to uh, Tyler, Texas.
2: I went and found a bunch of. Uh, uh, we found some old abandoned warehouses. Uh, And we thought it was cool. And when you're in your twenties, you don't you're not afraid of nothing, right? Everything seems fine. So we didn't even think about it. We're just in total gang territory. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They're probably I don't know dead drug things in there. I don't even know what was going on in there except drug things. It just was so burned out and like graffitied up. It fascinated me. I have pictures somewhere, and I thought it was so cool. But now you want me to go in there? Now freaking f that! I'm not going in there. Mm -hmm. No way. Life's too short. (laughs) uh i got some bad news for me not for everyone Oh. <laughs> uh james wrote in sent a quick email to say scott this is his, simply his entire email okay this is a very short email scott bad news parasite is no longer on hulu love the show though james <laughs> oh no did you Brian.
4: confirm have you checked is i it, haven't actually true?
2: checked i guess i should check but uh let's see and uh, you know it's rentable it's i can get it a million yeah. ways it's just
5: yeah
2: you know the easy way is now not there anymore parasite Okay, parasite is oh, it's on Max now.
4: Oh, it's moved to Max. It oh, certainly has. All like right. that. Well, yeah. I have
2: Max, so it's fine. There you go. Yeah.
4: Watch it on Max, Scott. Wouldn't that be funny? Before it disappears
2: forever. <laughs> before they pull that thing and no before one. Ever this gets to Academy
4: see it. Award-winning film, monumental, <laughs> uh, groundbreaking, first uh, international film to win an Academy Award, uh, disappears forever.
2: Yep. It's coming. Our time is now. All right, uh, hey. What if we brought in someone named Amy and talked about books? What if we did that?
4: Ooh, I like that idea. Um, how about the one um, Robinson? Let's do the Robinson. Oh, Amy. Like I'm that. glad
2: that's you said that. A variety of Amy. She happens yeah. to be online right now, so that's perfect choice. Uh, so let's do yes. that right now.
1: One of the things that I enjoy also is reading.
2: Yes, that music signifies the following information. It's time for Read This with Amy. Amy Robinson, a.k.a. Red Fraggle, joins us as she does each week, all the way from her home in beautiful somewhere, Atlanta, near there. <laughs> somewhere in Georgia. I forget where you're at, but we don't want to dox you entirely, so I won't. Hi, Amy. Welcome back to the show.
0: Yeah, Atlanta is fine. Um, okay. I, I'm not in the city proper, but yeah, atlanta know we'll we'll do.
2: You're not in coming, Georgia, are you?
0: No, no. Okay. no. Are you in? Um,
2: how about Athens? Where's Athens, Georgia, compared to you?
0: Athens, Athens is about an hour and twenty minutes, sort of northeast of here. More like I would say east northeast. Um, and uh, yeah, I grew up in Athens. Oh, really? Actually. Do they have a yeah. big statue,
2: big statue of Michael Stipe saying, "Here's me in the corner" or whatever? Oh like a-
0: Mike. okay, all right. <laughs> and a big it, statue time- of uh,
2: Fred Schneider too. Oh yeah, Schneider. in it and them.
0: time for my Michael Stipe story? Yeah. Do oh it. gosh. Okay.
4: Do, do it. Did you tell yeah. it in less than twenty nine minutes? Because we do have to get to an indie in the middle at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I can absolutely tell the story very briefly. So I have two. I have two encounters with Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe is a dick. Yeah
5: so all right the yeah. first
0: story you're gonna be like wait that's not really his fault why are you calling him the date but just uh, go with me all <laughs> right go on the
5: with,
1: me. So, Stay with me on this <laughs>
0: so in in little five points in atlanta mm. there is a shop called the junk man's daughter and it's like it's this great shop for people like me who like like retro nerdy kind of off the wall things right like mm-hmm. it's got they got t-shirts and they've got you know a lot of the stuff that you give away on guess the connection Brian would hmm. be sold at a jump man oh daughter, really right? Oh, that's so, cool okay. yeah like it's like that it's like super eclectic whatever you're saying In junk Athens,
2: man junk man's daughter right the junk, junk man's man. daughter okay I thought I heard junk jump man's man daughter. like old Mario before he became Mario no, man
0: like junk man like okay. J U. K. Yeah, yeah. Junk man.
2: That makes more sense. Uh,
0: and so in Athens, they have a sister store that is called the junk man's daughter's brother. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same, same, uh, same idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm there and I'm buying a t-shirt. It was actually, I really loved this t-shirt when I was in college. I don't have it anymore. I think I gave it to my daughter, but um, it was like a ringer tee and it had like the sprouts from you know the jolly green giant commercials Mm, remember him the little sprout the the baby green green giant yeah yeah i loved it it was just so it was just so (laughs) random and funny and cute and i just i loved that shirt so anyway so i'm buying this shirt michael stipe is there in the store Mm. and he's got
4: was he in the corner
0: no he was like (laughs) freaking front and center and like every <laughs> clerk is is you know attending to his every need
4: that's and by the way like, that's how i know scott is googling junkman's daughter right now because he didn't hear me
2: make that joke and- <laughs> no it's actually sorry it was an emergency answer to an emergency text and it's, totally not, it's all, fine. everything's totally fine, fine, fine now but yeah we're we're, I, we're good I, got- <laughs> I
0: absolutely got the reference he was you know that was not him in the corner It was him in the spotlight, for sure. Oh, nice. Um, So, yeah. So he had every clerk in the store freaking waiting on him. And he was like, oh, yeah, let me me see that tie over there and this thing over here. And, like, every – seriously, like, every employee of the store. And all I want to do is buy my freaking T-shirt. And so – and I was – and he's just, like, you know, bossing them around and whatever – And one girl was just standing there with her mouth agape. She wasn't even doing anything. She's just like, oh, a famous person in the store. And I was over it. And so I just was like, excuse me, can you leave the rock icon alone for a second so I can pay for my shirt you know like (laughs) i was just not having it that day and
5: you
0: know so anyway so i pay for (laughs) my shirt and i leave and he just doesn't even like he doesn't apologize to me or anything and like Mm. i mean he's he's very he's like soaking it all up and i'm like oh whatever Mm. and uh So, you know, it'd be great
2: if he just said, what's the frequency, Kenneth, as you passed him to leave the store? That would be great. Right. I would laugh. I think
0: that may have been, it may have been before that album. Before that album? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is a while back ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, this is like while I was in college and, and I was waiting tables and I, I worked at a place that was in downtown Athens, not there anymore. It was called the East West Bistro. It was a great place. But he used to come in intentionally after we closed and just, you know, so that he could freaking have the whole place and whatever. And just but he would just show up unannounced Mm. Mm. and expect Mm. us to wait on him. So the best was when we hired a hostess who like she was an exchange student from overseas she had no freaking clue who he was she didn't let him
4: in <laughs> <laughs> nice oh i love and we're,
0: it all of us in the back were like you know because at that point i was i was working not really in the kitchen but i was working expo which mm. any of you have ever worked in a kitchen you know like that's the person like in between the wait staff and the the kitchen. So all of us in the kitchen are just like watching the front door and we're like, oh crap, Michael Stipe is here. We're gonna be here for another freaking <laughs> two hours, you know. And uh and then we see her come up and she's like not letting him in. And we're going, Oh, she's not gonna let him in. She's not gonna let him in. And then she didn't, and it was great. And she was, didn't course, let really Michael
2: Stipe in. You know what? Fine. Screw him though. I don't, yeah. you know, like anybody of status, if you come yeah. when things are closed, you should be like the rest of us and be turned away
4: exactly yes not a big sure. deal
2: i really like rem and i will listen to them anytime but you know michael stipe remember that whole controversy because he uh, had naked pictures floating around and that was a whole thing like he had a weird moment and now i'm noticing in the chat a whole lot of people who i would consider like i don't know millennials late you know early z generation mm-hmm. people they don't even don't know who we're, who we're talking is. about they're like who's michael stipe i don't yeah. know who that is. i know it's, it's, it's the, surprising the I'm not uh, the
0: lead singer of rem yeah yeah
4: claire yeah yeah, Claire doesn't uh, know. If you want to, you know, you want to listen to R.E.M., um listen to their older stuff and stop before you get to uh what was it?
2: Up, I think. Was uh Which which one had shiny happy people on it? Was that green? Was that green? Green is yeah. okay, but that's out killed. of time. Maybe it's it out of time. That song murdered me. I got so sick of it. Oh, really? Uh, okay. shiny happy people, I mean. But yeah. uh but yeah like time, the, their yeah. early stuff so good and I could Yeah, just... I
4: mean if you I mean automatic for the people monster and then yeah I would stop let's see what was on new adventure of uh, Ebo the letter Okay, yeah I would stop at new adventures in Hi-Fi. I'd stop at
2: 1996 and um that's a good zone to be end in, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I just
0: I just pick and choose. I'm like, oh, I like that song. I, I love I love finest work song. It's great. Yes. I love oh, I love yeah. Radio Free Europe. I love a lot of stuff from like Document. Oh, and- Radio
2: yes. Free Europe is so good. And don't go back to Rockville.
4: Pretty Persuasion. Um, yeah,
2: they were when they were a college band. Like that's where it was at. Uh, they yeah. were unbelievably good. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's what irks me is I'm like, okay, like I get it. You're a big famous guy, but you're also like. We are the people who created you. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be like a regular person to us. <laughs> you're not yeah, supposed to come right. acting like you're a big deal when you're in your hometown, bro. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. And and especially like it would be okay for him to come in after hours, but like give us a heads up and like also <laughs> don't tip like a bitch.
5: You know? <laughs> like
4: <laughs> i mean so people people are talking about well i know the band i just don't know every band member of the band it's like well but you know bono right yeah you've heard of bono sure michael stipe at the time in the 90s was as notable outside of rem as bono was notable outside of of u2 yeah,
2: yeah. exactly and they weren't it wasn't because solo albums or anything it was because no, he it was, was because a he prominent, prominent front man. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's one of and those he guys. Was, yeah. And man, the fact that Claire
4: doesn't know this poster child of vegan uh, vegan eating. Oh, know. for oh, sure. Yeah,
0: that guy. Well, that was one of the good, really good things he actually did was he opened um, a couple of vegan restaurants in Athens. And this was like before it was... You oh, know, wow. it was, it was cool. a, it was trendy to be <laughs> vegan. You know, I, I think he just called them vegetarian restaurants, mm-hmm. but yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, when he gave, if he gave you a coupon, he called it a stipend. That's pretty cool. And then also <laughs> he made all his own vegan you know, cheese I, in his armpit. That's the that's ru- rumor I of, heard. True. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think of Michael Stipe and, and Mike Mills as sort of like the Steves of Apple. Yeah. Right, like, yeah, kind like, of, yeah. Like, like, Mike Mills is kind of like the Waz, right? Like, he's the <laughs> guy bit. who's just like, <laughs> yes. I just want to play music. I just want to write music. I'm not, you know, whatever. And then freaking Michael Stipe is out there going, What?
2: Yeah, I'm no, really you're right. Mills you. was awesome. And he would always, you'd only ever yeah. hear him do the little, You know, you hear him go, shiny, happy. And you hear him in the background going,
5: shiny, happy.
2: Yeah. And it was like, I see you, buddy. I know what you're doing back there. You're a smart guy. I can tell. Uh, But they don't get along anymore, I don't think. The brains of this outfit. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're all all grumpy now. Anyway. So so, those are
0: my Michael Stipe encounter stories for you. Nicely done. There you go. Well,
2: thank you, native Athens uh, girl. Uh, Amy for that story. Yeah. Hey, why don't I should you apologize now
0: apologize to my husband who apparently I interrupted his meeting. He was not on mute when I suddenly started uh, yelling over there. Yeah. His boss was like, um, do you need to go take care of something? Like, no, it's fine. <laughs>
4: Sounds like your wife is very angry. Um, We'll we'll reconvene at a later time.
2: There you go. Uh, well, speaking of time, right. let's do this thing about books. Uh, I have a clip from you, but uh, no idea what it is. So you're going to have a little setup here.
0: Yeah, sure. So this is um, a clip from a collection of short stories that uh, is available now. And it's actually available on Amazon for free if you have a crime.
2: Ooh, I like free. So, yeah, big yeah, fan right? of free. Free is great. Um,
0: so yeah, I totally recommend going and checking it out. And uh, yeah, you can go ahead and just play the clip.
6: All right, here we go. Interviewer. It must feel a little strange to spend all this time preparing for something that you aren't actually going to do. Roy Court. Except that I am. When the package unfolds, the Roy who comes out of the assembler is going to remember having this exact conversation with you. It's just that he's going to be on some other planet trying to figure out how to restart the human race, and I'm going to be here, worrying about my taxes. Laughs. Interviewer. I can't imagine knowing there's some other me out there. Roy. It's not really going to be like that, though. We've located tens of thousands of exoplanets that look promising for colonization, but the closest really good candidates are 15, 20 light years out. We call it slow light for a reason. The beams we're transmitting aren't quite as speedy as the normal stuff. That's four, maybe five decades before the first unfold could set up a transmitter and send us a hello. We're all mortal here. Those other roy's are going to be doing what they do long after I'm gone. Oh, this
2: reminds me of Old Man's War or something. I love this kind the, of stuff. Uh, oh boy, the the
4: narr- or the the style of of writing would be really distracting. With the I mean, I know I understand it's kind of written like a screenplay, but it would be really distracting to hear the person's name every time they say a sentence. Well,
0: <laughs> well, it's, that's really je- they are little short snippets. Uh, okay. just just to kind of indicate. Uh, like hey you're you're getting a you're getting introduced to a new person okay. um, and so like the interviewer does their thing and then right after that he gets injected with anesthesia and then the next thing we know he's waking up you know light years away okay. and then so yeah the rest of it is written like a, a like regular regular Okay, cool. Okay.
2: Yeah. cool. Okay.
4: Then I love this then concept. Then I'm back on though. board. You've got me back on board. I love this concept.
2: So no Old Man's War is, uh, obviously it's a different idea. The idea is that when people get really old, they mm-hmm. instead of dying or when they die, their consciousness is put into a new body and that new body goes off to war to fight in space. Is kind of a very basic way of talking about Old Man's War, which is a book I love, but it but immediately this reminded me of that this idea that you could take your yourself that is yourself now and either duplicate it or send it somewhere else to do a whole other thing millions of light years away I, that that whole thing is fascinating to me that right? mix of that yeah. mix of time and like how far away it is how long away it takes to do it it's not unlike what you and i were just reading in si- the silo books uh about oh, how yeah. time can pass like it's i love that stuff so much fun to play with
0: well you're right in the silo suit. not that i want to keep talking about that but i mean i do but like you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know chuck is at the same point in the books that you are right now and so i'm just like ah oh, you guys are at such a cool but hard point <laughs> of yeah books,
2: it's a r- you know? it's a rough moment but it's uh and it, it's funny i was telling her offline that i don't um i'd read all these before but it's been a bit it's been like years and years And I've forgotten so much stuff that it feels in a lot of ways like I'm reading it anew again. And the excitement of the show probably helps with that a little bit. But also my brain is like, how are they going to do this in the show? Are they even going to try that? Are they going to even mess with this character? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. You have all these questions. But um, those themes I love, and this sounds like a short story with – with themes I would really get into. Like I guess we haven't said the name of this book yet or this collection. Yes, oh.
0: <laughs> no, we haven't. uh luck.com. Yeah. Um, so this is this is called The Far Reaches: Stories to Take You Out of This World and it's a collection of of Amazon original short stories that were written by uh certain prolific sci-fi authors. So mm-hmm. you've got James SA Corey who wrote the piece that we just heard a clip from that was uh, called oh. how it's how it unfolds yeah. um, and Veronica Roth, Rebecca Roenhorse, and lucky Nettie Okorafor. Oh, uh, you know, it's a hard Afghans name. It's got so cool. It's got They're two so cool. ends so cool.
2: cool. in the Nettie parts. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, I have one of my, one though, of my right? a short
2: story. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to, wax poetic more about african well, please, names. But please do yeah.
4: Yeah, then i'll ask you a question <laughs> after that
0: <laughs> yeah i had a friend who her surname like begins I actually have a friend she's one of my best friends still uh but her last name ends with like m and z mm. like it, it like or, or rather it mm. begins with that i don't want to like say her whole name on here but it, but it's like how do you you know mz and then the rest of her name so it's like Wow! Like, how do you say that? You know, do you just skip the M? Like, but you know, or do you make do you make a big thing of it and go, you know? Like, I don't know
5: it's like
0: it's just so cool. I love yeah. I love their names anyway. Um, and then uh, John Scalzi also wrote. Wrote a piece for this. So oh, old man's
2: war really himself. Really cool. He's the guy I was just talking yeah. about. There we <laughs> go. I know
0: that's why I thought it was funny that you mentioned that because I was like, oh, that's cool. It's not the story that John Scalzi wrote, but it's, uh, it's still you know on point.
5: I got read um, and this. And
0: yeah, they're very. It's a very quick, very quick thing. You can get them uh, either on Amazon to your Kindle, or you can listen to them on Aud- Audible. And like I said, it, you know they're they're free if you've got Prime. um, and uh yeah they are it's great it's like i say they're quick little quick little uh two bite brownies of uh sci-fi stories it even tells you here
2: on the page they've got they have a whole big like splash page for this for this uh thing for the original and um they tell you this one's about a 53 minute read 70 minute read 49 minute read these are all like hour to hour and a half each and uh perfect uh, yeah yeah perfect for just like Taking in some quick sci-fi, I I love this sort of stuff. So I I am absolutely going to grab this today. This is yeah, great. That's
0: great because you could just like, oh, I need to like, I haven't to c- confession, I haven't completely read all of them, but you know, I've read a you know a, a handful of them, and I was like, oh okay, I've got time, I can squeeze one more in before TV, TMS this morning. Oh, I can't <laughs> do that one. Okay, yeah, this one's fifty three minutes. I can do. Oh, that
4: Oh, that's one really three cool. A good good amount of time. Yeah. All right.
2: I've yeah, heard. nothing wrong with that. Uh, well, I will definitely check it out. This is available, like we said, on Amazon. Uh, it's one of the originals. You can find it just by searching for The Far Reaches. And uh, I found it immediately as soon as I uh, Googled it. And uh, it's uh, free. And available on Kindle Unlimited as well if you're just – if you're spending a lot of – I I subscribe to that because there's a lot of great stuff in there. And uh, this is just there. just popped up. So – Yep. Good stuff, uh, Amy. It's always a pleasure to have you on. You're uh, sometime between when the show finishes editing and done, and before Brian does Coverville, you'll be doing another clay throwing uh, pottery good time over on your YouTube channel.
0: Yes, come yeah. after after TMS. Come make a mess. That's, that's right. That's gonna be my, <laughs> any, my any, little any any hints on what you're making?
2: Are you making like a like a, another like a bowl or some sort of a? I, don't
4: know. I loved your jar uh, gifting video. That was so cute.
0: Thank you. Wasn't it? I mean, yeah. seriously. Like I, I put that actually in the do-gooders chat on discord because it was like you know what if anybody is like oh you know i know i should do good stuff but i just don't have the energy man that gave me so much energy to see her reaction to that it was i was like man i mean not that i didn't i enjoyed the whole process of making that piece so like it gave me so much joy just even the journey of it but then to watch it get to its forever home and like make her so happy. (laughs) That just uh just gives me life. So yeah. Yeah, So come watch me make a mess. Um you asked me what am I gonna be making today? Uh mugs.
5: Oh Um, uh, so
0: yep. Claire, I'm gonna be pulling some more handles.
5: Yep. What about a leg check
0: uh, no, no, like, checks right, just, uh, okay. you know, I can, I'll show you my overalls, but that's about it. Uh, that'll work. So, yeah. Um, so they, they get all dirty. So it's all nice and dirty. But yeah. Uh, so I'll be pulling <laughs> handles and throwing mugs today. Um, maybe maybe a little trimming action will be happening. So that'll be that'll be fun. And cool. uh, also one other thing I want to mention, we still have spots for the Southeast oh, yeah. meetup. We have we have one private room. Left. Oh. So if anybody was like mm. on the fence, like I don't oh, want to I- share a room with anybody. Correct. <laughs> exactly. If anybody is feeling like, you know, I want to go, but I'm not really comfortable sharing a room with especially folks I haven't, you know, necessarily actually met. I only know yeah. them two dimensionally, then come on. We got a we got a place for you. And then we also have one one other spot in a shared room. So well, yeah, come come yeah. have fun with us. Else. We've got- Brian's.
2: Two Brian. That's
4: right. If nothing oh, else, Brian. you get to see what uh, Dunaway and I look like first thing in the morning before we have our makeup on. Look oh, my that. gosh.
2: <laughs> I've never even seen that in the same. No, I, guess, no, I guess there exactly. were nerdtaculars where you guys are both there, but I never saw the morning routines. I never got to see those. Yeah.
4: No. You, know, you see us when we're fresh and ready coming down from our rooms at Snowbird. And uh, no. That's yeah. A-
2: After his four-hour uh, re- reg- regime, reg- regiment is the word I was looking for. <laughs>
0: That's I'm right. imagining hair is going to play a part in this and thus Dunaway <laughs> is going to be, have a more dramatic morning reveal than you will. Yeah, won't,
4: so. uh, <laughs> right, won't Won't uh, change anything for me, I'm afraid. Dunaway, likes,
2: <laughs> yeah. Dun, Dunaway wears a lot of hats, so you'll probably not see much of it, I'm afraid, but good yeah. luck with that. <laughs> so, uh, well, well, that's awesome. Amy, it's always good to talk to you. You're Red Fraggle 3 everywhere, everyone including that YouTube channel. Go check that out. We'll see you soon. All right. All right. Time for some quick news. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning. Good morning. Hey, it's uh, some news, and it's brought to you by Brought to you by Coverville
4: today, celebrating the music of Joan Osborne and Rufus Wainwright. Uh, you probably all know Rufus Wainwright for his uh, his cover of Hallelujah, which is one of the best, if not the best, cover of that song out there. Mm-hmm. Joan Osborne famously did the song One of Us. What if God was one of us? Uh, but she's done a lot of stuff, a lot of um, covers and songs. Covered of hers that are really, really good. Uh hear them both today, 1 p.m. mountain time, twitch.tv slash coverville. Just a
2: slob like one of us, she says.
4: Just a slob like one of us. us. I've seen her twice in concert. She's really, really good.
2: I you know, it's She's, it's one of those people it's easy to describe a single song to her, but she has a pretty good yeah. pretty good. She line.
4: really does. That song Saint Teresa, I think, in my in my opinion, is head and shoulders above uh, one of us, I think that's that's probably you know like one of the fifty greatest songs
2: of the nineties. It's like, uh, uh, do you have a fast car, lady? Can they give her name? Uh, Tracy right? Chapman. Tracy Chapman. Yeah. It's like everyone yeah. thinks of that song, but Tracy everyone Chapman thinks is a fast car, but amazing yeah. catalog. She has such good music. Yeah. Uh, let's get to this story. An Ohio plastic surgeon who live streamed patients' operations on TikTok. She was a relatively popular TikTok uh, plastic surgeon. Uh, but didn't get permission to live stream the work she was doing on people, has had her state medical license revoked permanently as a result.
4: Yeah, probably uh, probably breaking some sort of uh, HIPAA violation, right? Yeah.
2: (laughs) I I feel like you you should have known this. I don't know why you didn't know this. Very weird. Uh, An Ohio plastic surgeon who live streamed some patients' operations on TikTok had three patients report complications after surgery. Had her state medical license revoked permanently Wednesday, according to the medical board. Dr. Catherine Roxanne Gaw, Gra, rather, also known on social media as Dr. Roxy.
4: Dr. Roxy. And she's just pulling off her middle name being Roxanne. Like, yeah. Yeah. she's Dr. Catherine Graw, but her middle name is Roxanne. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to milk that middle name for as much as it's worth.
2: Oh, yeah. She milked it.
4: But, the right. uh, so her her it's less about her doing the stuff on TikTok, although I'm sure that's a factor, but more about the complications that her patients Well, their claim had is afterwards. the
2: complications uh, were as a result of her distraction distracted. by doing okay. that, yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. it's all sort of tied together, but okay. it says here no longer be able to practice medicine in the state of Ohio. This according to Jerica Stewart, spokesman for the State Medical Board in Ohio. In addition to revoking her license, the board voted to fine her $4,500. It's not that much mm. for her, probably. No, no. That's um drop in the bucket for a surgeon, Jeez. The uh, article says they sought comment from her attorney, but they didn't get anything. The board has summarily suspended her my, uh, medical license in November after twice uh, reprimanding her, so she'd already had some heat on this. Mm. But she continued, quote, to practice, pr- uh, continued practice presents a danger of immediate and serious harm to the public. Um, let's see. She was in a suburb of Columbus called Powell. No, uh, sorry. In the Columbus suburb of Powell. Okay. Um Addressed, not that that matters, addressed the panel before the board members voted on the hearing Wednesday. Uh, she said she thought about the board's criticism over the last year and saw how she had, quote, fallen below the board's ideal in many ways. Well, I guess that's one way of apologizing.
5: <laughs> yeah, right.
4: Exactly. There's
2: one way of doing it. <laughs> Uh, let's go to southern Southern Indiana. Now, you may have famously seen a commercial done by those um, uh, Retin Link guys. Oh, Retin Link, yeah, the good Good Morning, the Good Morning guys. They used to be yeah. when they back in the day. Their big thing, claim to fame, was they would go around to local businesses around the country and make their commercials for right. them. So they were legit commercials, but they were made by them.
4: Exodermist, the, the Red House, the Red
2: House, all that stuff, right? So yeah. this Even one.
4: Our, uh, got scooters or what is it? Uh, uh, got a DUI. Oh yeah, that was
2: them too. That's right.
4: Yeah. It has yeah. a lot of history on the show. Yeah.
2: Well, the one that you all remember maybe most is this one. If I turn this up here. Hold on. Okay. There's a cry across the heartland. A yearning for the days gone by. And in little old court in Indiana, they're happy and they'll tell you why. They got butt dry.
5: They love Butt
2: Drugs. So, it's this Butt Drugs place. It was uh, kind of an institution. They're closing down after 71 years.
5: <gasps>
4: oh no. Oh, well, that's a bummer. So it was named after the owner was Butt.
2: Yeah, his name was B- yeah. B.U.T.T. Yeah, um, butt. Drugs. And they notified okay. no, their... <laughs> this
4: is the first time I've heard this one ever and I love it
2: already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's great. Butt Drug cuz uh, and then you got to hear these ladies if you haven't heard this. Hold on. B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-
6: I, about drugs. I recommend butt drugs for everybody.
0: I can always count on butt drugs. When I think drugs, I think butt drugs. For all my health needs, I turn to butt drugs.
4: <laughs> that is, it is such the Rent and Link style to have the quote-unquote customer one-liners that you know they wrote for them and said all right i want you to say when i think drugs i think butt drugs yeah yeah, yeah it's basically you know it's absolutely not not their words but rhett and link like okay how about now how about now this one says uh
2: yep it's so good it's by the way 13 years ago they made that that was a long time ago wow uh almost as old as this show but anyway butt drugs done they're out yeah uh says head, the decision the did not come lightly says the Butt Drugs uh, owners they say we are uh, we have been serving our beloved community for 70 years wrote Katie Butt Beckhort Aww. yeah she's
4: See now that would be that would almost be a thing to do like do a nationwide road trip and hit <clears throat> the red house that taxidermy guy butt drugs the scooter's place and just like take your picture in front of each each place. Oh hell yeah! Like, you know and
2: hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're they're but they were doing it service. Now they're they just were. talk show people. You know they're just talking now they're, heads. Now
4: they're doing a great uh, YouTube channel that I've watched three times and thought it was funny each time, but I didn't. Uh, I completely totally forgot to.
2: <laughs> Nick, to keep watching my, my son Nick is a gigantic retin link fan. That's like really his, his okay. daily Good thing.
4: Bountiful morning is that what it is? Good bountiful morning. Good
2: bountiful morning. That sounds right. Something. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. There's also the Retin Link YouTube channel, which is mostly this old stuff. Mm -hmm. This one has uh, 2.2 million views. (laughs) Mythical,
4: that's it. Good Mythical Morning. Good Mythical
2: Morning, there you go. Uh, All right, let's see. That's about it, I think. Yeah, that's it for today. We'll uh, take a break now. We'll take our temporary leave. When we come back, Wendy will be here. we got an email that we're going to deal with. And uh, that'll all come up after this. But we have to play a song. So, Brian, play the damn thing. What do we got?
4: Okay. How about the Intemperate
2: Sons? Boy, there's a, there's a band name for you. Um,
4: uh, brand new uh, song from the Intemperate Sons. Their latest single is called Faceless Man. Their new album is called uh, Game of Keepaway. And it's going to be released this fall uh, thanks to the frame work label, not framework, but frame slash work label, nice. which is great. Yeah. Uh, this is great. And, uh, kind of keeping with the, uh, the rock stuff that, that I've been playing uh, for the most part all week. I think we had one little indie indie track, uh, in here, but, um, the, uh, the members of the band have been, uh, with other bands in Dallas, such as Gunhill, natural, natural born thrillers and agents of solace, as well as opening for Lynch Mob, Lynn Turner, and Sponge. Here are the Intemperate Sons with Faceless Man.
1: The world has grown so cold, it's fine to despise.
2: Date on the biggest stories in pop culture and entertainment? Then be sure to check out the TMZ podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton from TMZ, the TV show, and
6: every day I'll sit down with a member of our news team to give exclusive breakdowns of the day's most talked about headlines, stories we break, and the stories you care about.
2: So check out the TMZ podcast, Monday through Friday, and the other podcasts from the TMZ audio network like Last Days and TMZ Verified. Available on
1: all podcast platforms.
4: Today on the After School Special, Jack Mellon gets tired of being called a square and turns to a crowd that shows him how to be cool.
1: Purple things taste special.
2: We have returned, and uh, I would probably need to put this on my dance card. What song was that, so I can write that down?
4: (laughs) Put that on. Uh, Faceless Man by The Intemperate Sons from their upcoming album. This is kind of the lead-off single. The upcoming album, Game of Keepaway.
2: Very creative band band names out there. For sure, right?
4: Yeah, Yeah. The Intemperate Sons.
2: It's a great name. I don't know what it even means, but I like it. You know. Uh,
4: by the way, I know that probably wasn't Bluey that you played there, but I finally first uh, watched my first thing of Bluey. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks to uh, Jeremy and my D&D group, and uh, it was cute. I really enjoyed it. I'll watch more Bluey now. After, you should watch more Bluey,
2: and uh, you're, you'll start to feel a kinsmanship with, with uh, Bandit, the father, because mm-hmm, Bandit yeah. is us. Bandit basically... Yeah. Is he's a good dad, but he's right. He fallible. does things
4: for for Bluey and yeah, uh, muffin muffin. Like <laughs> this was the episode I watched had muffin coming over for a
2: sleepover. Oh, a f- and, neighbor uh, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid's all hyper and hilarious. I like. I uh, there's lot. there's a new one called Onesie. I can't. I'm admitting this okay. as a grown ass man. That episode made me tear up. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. There are episodes like that. There's a few of them. There's the one <laughs> no. where where Bingo is getting old enough where she can sleep by herself and not have to share a room with, with, uh, with Bluey. And sure. the way that this, this little dog dreams is one of the most affecting, emotional, resonant oh. things I've ever seen. So you really should keep going just to kind of get the rhythm and the taste of the whole thing. And you will, I think you'll come out on the other side thinking this is one of the coolest things ever, especially made for kids, but just in general. It's just the sweetest, nicest oh. thing.
4: Okay, I'm in.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, All right. Well, what do we have now? Oh, I know what we have. I'll
1: explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry.
2: That's right. My sister, Wendy, a practicing (laughs) therapist who comes on the show and uh, schlubs it with us on Thursdays, answers your hard questions about life and personality and dealing with hard issues. Wendy, it's good to have you back. How are you?
3: I'm good. Were you just talking about Bluey?
2: We were. Yes. We were. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have something to
3: add about
4: Bluey?
2: Yeah.
3: I've only seen the first episode. And I flipping love the dad. Is, is
2: that Bandit's, Bandits amazing? Bandit, Bandit yeah. and Chili are the best parents on TV. They're just the best parent. And I don't mean fakely best. Like they're not unreasonably or unrealistically great parents. They have problems. Like they'll be tired and on their, you know, dead on their feet, laying on the couch, and one of the kids can't sleep and it comes and bugs them. There's a whole episode about that. And you can tell they're both like, oh my gosh, why won't you sleep? Like there's this, <laughs> there's a realistic edge to the entire affair that I love. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so nice. good. You all should keep going. I realize none of us have kids at this age range. I only got exposed to it because Van's little and he's obsessed with it. But man, Bluey. It's sweet. It's really it's sweet. so good.
4: And, uh, and speaking of sweet, the complete opposite of sweet, uh, I finally did watch, we, we finally got through all of the bear season two, Wendy, and I <laughs> forced, I know exactly what episode you're referring oh to. Gosh, and uh right? Throw the damn fork. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 Last night, my son's like, Do you guys know that I stayed up for an extra hour just thinking about that episode? I was like, oh my gosh, sorry.
2: (laughs) Who, Abe 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 said that? That's funny.
3: Yeah, Abe did. Yeah, he was like, oh, "Yeah, thanks for uh, that psychological ride. <laughs> yeah, it's great.
2: <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, so I, my suggestion is watch the very intense the the bear and then yeah. follow I've it up with bluey a nice afterwards. bluey. Yeah, yeah, and everything will be perfect. Okay. Oh,
3: absolutely. Watch bluey.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Uh, well, it's yeah. good to have you here, and I guess we're only what a week away from seeing you in person, right?
3: I know. That Real a week? lives. Is it really
2: a week? Yeah. Hold on.
3: We leave Saturday, so we're we're on our way.
2: Oh, so you're wow. leaving this Saturday? We leave Thursday. Yeah, I guess road we road trip. I won't see it till trip. we see it. Well, that'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm bringing my new game. You guys are all gonna uh, help me play that. It'll that'll be fun. Yeah. All kinds of other fun stuff. Kim's already making food. You should see our yeah. freezer is full of food.
5: Oh, that's yeah. A it's, love gonna, it. it's gonna it's gonna be great.
2: Yeah, very excited. Uh, anyway, let's get to today's thing. It's an email, and uh, I'm gonna read it here. We've actually had this for a couple of weeks, but. Uh, No time like the present. So let's go ahead and read it. Uh, Scott and Wendy. I have heard Wendy talk about mental health and aid for a few times. I am a transgender woman and have noticed in the trans community, there are often friends experiencing mental health crises. Uh, They often are scared and afraid to talk to people around them in their life and turn to the online communities for help. As peers, we try our best to help, but we are often in, uh, we are often aren't in the same place or sorry, in the best place ourselves. And don't have the tools to help. I was thinking that this mental health first aid training would be a huge help. I'm a member of two specific specific communities that I think could really benefit people. One is an all trans women and used to be uh, LDS, so former former LDS or former Mormon people. Uh, the other is transgender people who are parents. Both groups have a lot of specific mental health challenges and struggles with people, especially family not being accepting. I was wondering if you had any connections to uh, find instructors who would be able to help provide a virtual training for these groups, or if you had any other resources that you could use for our friends and community members that are struggling. Thank you, JL. Uh, well, JL, I, I, I think you probably came to the right place. and I bet Wendy has ideas. So Wendy, where do you want to yeah. go with this?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, this is, um, this is a tricky question because it's more, it's bigger than that. So we're going to take a big and then we'll get, small to what they're looking at Uh specifically or what they're looking for, but just this idea of how do I get good help and know if it's good help. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think of like from a a newness perspective, like the trans community specifically um, sort of having a lot of things happen in the last five, 10 years that other groups you know, th- there's a, a massive um, change that has occurred and maybe just generally more people aware or more people becoming allies, more people um, coming out, all sorts of different variations on that. Um, and then simultaneously with all of that exposure and acceptance and and sort of even from the professional psychological community Um, and medical communities of sort of like what is best for kids and who feel the need to transition, what does that look like? You know, a lot of very serious people and a lot of researchers are looking at these things, but it still has some newness to it, even though the concept's not new. Um, But the acceptance of it is pretty darn new, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so a lot of things in flux, and so you don't have this just like, hey, here is the solid thing we do and this is where to get all your, your support and resources are from a professional standpoint, which is where the internet often comes in anyway, right? Um, it comes in early and it comes in strong and it comes in, in, in however it comes in. And so often that is just that su- support. Like, I know how you feel. I've been there. How can I be there for you, et cetera, that type of, of thing. Um, but I, I like what JL is is pointing to, which is, if I'm not doing well, I mean, I can offer support, but I have my own struggles. I'm still navigating, you know, every feels like every other minute, a new legislator somewhere is like, well, let's ban everything, you know, <sighs> yeah, let's make it right. 10 times scarier for this person to, to live their life. Let's you know? off
4: some more rights for, uh, for, uh, these yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And
3: so all the progress feels amazing on one hand. And then really it's very vulnerable and very scary on the other. Right. Um, and to just read in the news that your particular subgroup is going to lose civil rights is, like, terrifying, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, all right, all the dudes who are bald <laughs> are now losing their right to vote right? I mean, I'm right. not saying the world would be a better place if that were true. It might be. <laughs> just joking.
5: Yeah,
2: but for, yeah, you Brian, know what I mean? Like, Brian, you're never like, voting again. the last again. time you That's
3: guys right. read about yourself, your demographic in some form in the news, and it was about not getting to be a full participating citizen? <laughs> like,
5: yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it happened
4: Probably
3: never. Yeah. White dudes. Yeah. No, sorry, you know uh, I mean? it's just
4: white dudes, white uh, dudes. Uh, yeah.
3: But just imagine it for a second. Like, uh, it's, it's really kind of terrifying to to think about. So you have folks in, in this situation where they are trying to navigate their relationships that maybe have really changed. It is, it's a major disruption in life to, depending on your support system, right. Mm -hmm. And can be, and can be very psychologically difficult and draining. Um, at the same time for a lot of folks I've, I've worked with, They finally feel like themselves. And sometimes that is this incredible like balancing energy that they get from just being honest and open and, you know, but it's still incredibly vulnerable. So my heart goes out to anyone in these situations because it is so difficult to navigate. And yet all that sort of research on what to do and how to help can feel pretty new. And then we, again, if your main source of support is online friendships and, you know, finding like-minded people to help you out, they also may not be able to do that. So I'm going to speak from just a professional perspective. Sure. Um, because, real, real quick, let know, me say, maybe, I wanted
2: to say this real quick before I forget. The, yeah. it you're right about like, it's a scary time, right? Because all these mm-hmm. obstacles get thrown up by people or whatever in response to it. But it's, I think it's important to remember, at least it's important for me maybe to remember that part of the reason the resistance is so strong right now, or at least so public mm-hmm. right now, is because there have been massive inroads and the ability for somebody to uh-huh. to finally be who they, they want to be and live their life is more open than ever. And it, it's easy to get bogged down in the resistance, but really, it's a great sign. Like back in the, you know, I don't know, me growing up in the '80s, um, I mm-hmm. there were kids I knew growing up who absolutely were either transgender or would be, or otherwise just felt like they couldn't say a word, they couldn't say a peep, because you, you couldn't you couldn't come out as anything back then without all kinds of heat and trouble. And you'd have to move to a very specific community to hide away from everybody else. Like it was a very, very different time. Now it feels like the resistance seems like really strong or like out there and everything, but it also seems like it's in response to it being in a weird way better than any other time or more open than it's ever been. At least it seems that way to me, you know. And I don't have the perspective of a transgender person or anybody dealing with something that, you know, society has deemed. "Quote unquote inappropriate" or whatever. So I don't have that perspective, obviously, but I, but I'm glad that they can at least have the fight and and not have to hide 100 percent away from it. It's
4: right being out and and having it visible draws more um, draws more uh, scrutiny, not scrutiny, but uh, um, marginalization and poor treatment. But it also allows them to. To fight it, uh, which they couldn't do when it right. was right, and they have actual it.
2: allies now—people who are on the side of be who you want to be—and not part yeah. of the group trying to hold them down. I again, I'm not trying to say it's all whistles and, and birdies and happiness right now for all these people. I'm just saying, like, it feels like it's there is a there is a the, we're at a good point for more progress, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anyway that's just a hot take
3: and that can be i mean we could probably find any social change and document something similar right backlash is the the backlash to the backlash (laughs) (laughs) like it is always uh it's it's within us and there is sort of probably never been any social change as quick moving as gay rights and lgbtq stuff that i mean we know that there's Civil rights took way longer; still isn't complete. Um, even just thinking about marriage—you know, someone black and white getting married—like how long that took to be legal. You could take women's rights; I mean, everything takes time, and so many, so many people working so hard. And the the same is true um, for LGBTQ folks. But there is there is a swiftness to this, and I think the internet is a piece of that, right? Um, I also have this theory, pet theory is that, um, you know, with at least race relations, you may have just only been around people in your own race. And so it took folks longer to have exposure um, to one another. Whereas I think, you know, your kid's gay, that's a much more direct experience and is going to shift things in a family. Right. And so some of those dynamics are fast acting and anytime any social change is fast, Or any, you know, you're going to have maybe certain responses and backlash that's different. And here's what's tricky. And and this is maybe for folks who are having feelings of like, oh, I just don't want to hear about it. Or I just don't want, like, can't we just get along and, (laughs) you know, whatever those old adages adages always are when you're in the privileged group, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Because when you're the privileged group, you just want the normalcy of whatevs and live in the privilege. Um, But, you know. Of really, truly grappling with it and understanding it, and reading good information can be really helpful um, for those folks. But th- this question is more specifically to how do I help with the mental health um, challenges that that are happening for folks as I'm trying to support them? And what we've sort of found overall is that people in a similar situation, just like in AA meetings or you know other types of interventions is that, you know, you don't like a group of people n- needing treatment for OCD. You're not going to mix and match that with people with different disorders. It, it really helps to have that shared experience and that shared base, and then having good help and good treatment um, for that. Right. And so here's the thing you like, say, for example, this person um, wants to support someone and they're having a rough time. You know, to to have maybe a couple things. First of all, their own help, right? Their own support, their own needs being met is going to be really important. That's the whole, you know, oxygen mask situation. Mm -hmm. And maybe not taking off, biting more than you can chew. I think the want or desire to help somebody or to just help get them out of the pain you remember being in, because you're further along that road, you might be overextending, which is depleting your ability to actually take care of yourself. So to be really aware of um you know kind of the idea of the wounded trying to help the wounded off the battlefield you got to make sure your wounds are tended to you got to make sure you're you're okay to really do that and that's hard because you maybe you're worried no one else is um going to do it right or you're being asked directly or you feel called to to be helpful in this way so i would start with that making sure you're getting what you need um for the most part you're going to have bad days of course right. but when you're getting what you need and then reaching out to those who need this help or they're asking for that help, um, finding some resources, maybe what's helped you can always be helpful. There are a lot of organizations. The Trevor Projects a really good one um, that has, you know, 24-7, 365-day phone you can call. I'm just going to say that number really quick. It's 866 u the letter, Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R. Um, they have instant mentioning options options for just text-based. Trevor Text is who you can text to. Mm. Um, all of that. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline should just be there. Now it's 988. Everyone just memorize that number. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is amazing. It took them this long to get yeah. just a three. <sighs> but also, right? Um, and then there's specific trans lifeline numbers. Um, you can go to GLAAD.org and look under transgender resources to get most of this. And then there's just lists and lists of very specific transgender organization support groups for, you know, um, Black trans advocacy, Latinas coalition, gender spectrum family, trans athletes. Uh, all that, I mean, there's, there is an endless amount, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe doing your research first to see like what kind of resonates with you and when a friend needs, help you have a better sense of of what to, to say or do with that. Um, also, so that's kind of more general stuff with the specific LDS component or any high demand religion that, you know, very conservative cr- Christian kind of groups who there's the just sort of banishment element and the, the, you are dead to us kind of thing that can tend to go on that can be so much trickier. And so to really um, find your resources that are helpful there. So there is one specific one I, a lot of people have found really helpful and it's Affirmation is the name, Affirmation International. So it's affirmation.org. Um, and that can be specific for LGBTQ, LGBTQ, Mormon families um, and friends and just figuring out some of that support that way. There are others. So, you know, I, I hate to just say Google it, but yeah. the reality is, you you do have to kind of find what is going to be most supportive for you first, and then how you help others. Um, I do think, you know, this is I don't always tell everyone to go to therapy. I'm trying not to. That's like my goal, so not tell everyone to just do that.
4: No, um, <laughs> but finding finding therapists who yes. are are um, more knowledgeable in in the uh, in the specific struggles that come with being LGBTQ. Yes. Yes, and you
3: can do this when you're searching for a therapist. You can put that in a filter Mm -hmm. that will show that you know who is is trained, who is friendly, some who are themselves trans. Like there, there are lots of options, especially if you're in a bigger city. Um, And then there may be online options. Um, BetterHelp probably has a way to do that too. Some of those more text-based or online therapy resources Um, to have this neutral person that can guide you but is trained and you don't have to worry about their response to you because i think that's what's so difficult all the time is sort of not knowing if you're safe to be yourself if
4: you're going to be Um, judged by your therapist yeah yeah right
3: right. and so that can feel really daunting so the rest of us go get a therapist and we're just like well i hope they're cool you know like we don't have a my very core selfhood is question by the person I'm going to open myself up to is mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty terrifying um, proposition. So to, there's resources of people who can both navigate the two um, circles that this person finds themselves in and and offering support. Um, there are conferences all summer, especially if this person. I guess I would assume they're maybe in Utah um, that address a lot of these different issues and a lot of, you just, you got to figure out what they are. I think sometimes what can feel really scary. I know I feel this way about just kind of general things is like, is this authentically so what it says it is? Does this Mm. some other, you know, you feel like there's some, creepy trickery that goes on sometimes absolutely Um,
2: and it's hard to it's hard to vet right because there's so much of it it's kind of like it's like everything there's so much of everything now that you you know vetting what the accuracy of everything from a recipe that's supposedly handed down for generations to where do i get the most help for my transgender gender son it's the same level of confusion it's like i don't know i don't know where the best is there a place that reviews these is there a a uh, uh, Yelp site type service for mm-hmm. for how I got help with my kids or my family or whatever. Like it's it's that's daunting that part.
3: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and so know that that's that's difficult. <laughs> right? Like mm. like we hear you on that. And and there are resources like Glad GLAD has been around since the eighties. You know, there's there's organizations that have have really established themselves as reputable places. So I would always start there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really, I guess I just want to emphasize that making sure you're okay thing. Um, it is very tempting to want to help before we're ready to help. Right.
5: Yeah. Um, it's that whole lot. Uh, I, Brian I think, brought it
3: up last I think week, about, the oxygen And, mask, and yeah. I'll just give this from a perspective of like what happens very frequently in therapy is someone will have an issue that I find myself going like, you know, like I get activated because of, it reminds me of something in my own life that's maybe not resolved, right? Like Mm -hmm. therapists get triggered too, because we're humans. Our jobs though, is to get as much training as possible and to work on our own stuff so that we do not get in the way of a healing process for someone else. And if we can't do it, we need to refer you to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so recognize with all of that, we still have this happen to us. (laughs) And so what you're, you're saying, Hey, I want to be a helper to a community that I am incredibly tied up in. Yeah. Yeah? Like it's, it's my, it's my community. Um, I'm also under threat. I also read the news and feel scared. I also don't know if it's safe for me to, you know, you're having all the same experiences really tricky to, to be in a position to help um, because intention is sometimes not enough. And so recognizing that kind of having some humility about that can be really helpful. It doesn't mean you cannot be incredibly helpful. You can. Yeah. Um, but I do think there's a tendency to to maybe say, do what I've done um, rather than hearing someone's story. And you can share what you've, you, know, your own, of course. Um, but it, it can get difficult and very emotionally taxing. You can sort of lose yourself in someone else's stuff because it's easier than dealing with your own. Um, so really want to emphasize that If you're not okay, let's make that the first priority. Yeah, get those resources for yourself first.
2: Yeah, I I uh, was just thinking about like other times where the intensity of the threat is also parallel to the intensity of the uprising, or not the uprising, Mm -hmm. but the 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 push for for change. And you know, it wasn't what a year before I was born that. Martin Luther King Jr. was shot dead. Mm-hmm. Um and prior to that, all the violence, all the killings, all the lynchings, all that stuff that was going on, it couldn't have been more diametrically posed, right? The 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 chain, the desire for change and the push for change mm-hmm. juxtaposed to the resistance to that change. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not saying we're about we're in for more bloodshed before we're not. I maybe we are, but I'm not that's not my point. My point is like if the, if there's anything you can take from history, it's like there is a there is that positive take on this, right? That that kind of progress takes massive effort from both those within and without the community that is being oppressed. And yeah. now we're seeing that we have there's more. You know, people throw the word ally around, and people might get sick of hearing it. But there's more allies than ever mm-hmm. in this fight for for those who who want to do this. And. As a result, there's this diametrically opposed f- hardcore resistance to that. So I, it's weird to say this because I don't think I would have felt this way in my 20s because I see mm. the world differently. But having seen mm-hmm. enough like this stuff go by, you can look at it and go, actually, this is really great news that we're getting to a place where the the, the strength of, of, the, of the change is at an all-time high. The allyship is at an all-time high. And the resistance is at an all time high. All of these are indicators that change is coming and maybe permanent change. And it doesn't mean it's perfect because there's plenty of issues for black people today. Um, right. But they aren't what they were in the (coughs) sixties. So I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know. I am probably just repeating myself, but I'm somehow all of that. That gives me a little bit of, uh, of hope in a weird way, even though, um, you know, the, the, the real hope would be that you wouldn't have this kind of resistance. You wouldn't have people threatening violence and threatening legislation, legislation and in some places, actually passing legislation that, that really truly oppresses these people. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I'm just hopeful that the, the, the desire for change is as strong as it is and, you know, that we'll get to a better place for these, for these people who need it. And I don't know why it's so hard for us as a society You know, we're always walking around going, don't tread on me, but we're happy to tread on other people. Like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why this is hard for us. You know, so weird to me.
3: Sorry, Brian, were you going to say
2: something? No, I I was agreeing with Scott.
3: Oh, Oh, I I was going to say one, one thing I've thought about that I think uh, resonates with like just human nature is, is this concept of, you know, when you are experiencing like the world works for you, it's kind of built for you and you've, you know, you, you have certain expectations. I feel like sometimes, like, we joke about Karens, but I think a part of that is maybe Karens got their way at a younger age, and then they stop getting their mm-hmm. way as they're no longer sexually uh, available. <laughs> and um, and that like entitlement still exists. Right. And I, and there's different, I, it's not all the haircut. I think there has to be other experiences. Right. <laughs> but you take like, um, just any privileged person or class or experience person, that's their main experience. And then you, you know, for them, equality will actually feel like oppression mm-hmm. because the, the, you know, someone else gets a, to step up to experience more privilege um there's a perception of loss
5: like
4: you're uh, getting your privileges you think mistakenly thinking you're getting your yes. privileges taken away because 100% getting,
3: it's you know, not the math at all yeah. um, and yet that's the experience of a lot of people so I, so I'm very sensitive to to the, the folks who are just like I don't get this this is not you know I've had a couple friends who are like very progressive in many ways just sort of say okay this is where I get stuck and these yeah. are wonderful people who are trying but then don't know how to have a conversation with anyone. Cause a, they'll get their head ripped off cause they're not ally enough or, but they just don't get it yet. And they mm-hmm. need to have more experiences and they need to, you know, I've had people say, can you just explain to me so I can get it? And I've, I've done this a couple of times. I'm like, okay, so let's just try this on for size because it feels like, Oh, it's every single person. It's not every single person. Not every single person is trans. Um, but in these moments, right, you can imagine back during civil rights, it was like, okay, let's stop talking about it. You know, that kind of like you're interrupting the easiness of my life. Um, so it can feel like it's everything and everywhere. And especially the internet makes things feel that way too. But, um, so I've, I've had a couple of experiences where I will just walk someone through cause they're very open and they trust me to not, you know, mock them for not getting it. Um, and it's not like they want to go out and legislate against anything. They just are at the beginning, right? And if we can't sort of help someone at the beginning of figuring some things out, I mean, we're, we're all doomed, right? Because we all have to learn. There's more yeah. things I'm not, I don't get now that I'll need to get too. And I hope someone's kind to me as I figure that out, especially as we age, right? The young kids are going to think we're all freaking idiots mm-hmm. because we say words like freaking or whatever, right? Like... We're all going to experience this. Anyway, so I've had a couple friends ask and I've walked them through this example because instead of just sort of jumping to you're a terrible person because you can't see that this person needs to be treated differently or whatever, it's, it's not maybe about that. Sometimes it's just that's not what they're used to. They're used to people dressing their particular gender. There is a generational gap here. My kids feel none of this. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's a they. And that's it. Like they don't, there is no question. There is no concern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, yeah. It is yeah. what it is. And when you were not raised in the same experience, you're going to have to have figured something out, right? Anyway, so I walk people through this. I'll say, okay, if, if they're feminine presenting specifically, I'll just say, okay, now what I need you to do for one week is I want you to dress in cargo shorts, like really baggy ones. And then I, I want some white socks with some sandals. Cool. Okay. And then I need, and I describe in detail, like a dad outfit Uh (laughs) that's not that attractive. And I kind of just, now we're going to cut your hair really short and kind of like do this. And then I'm going to have, you know, I'm describing a masculine version of them and then saying, okay, now just, and I watch their face while I'm discussing this. And I'm like, okay, now just tell me how you feel in your body. If you had to go for a week and everyone called you sir and dude and bro and he, your pronouns are he him and like just just live a week like that mm. and they are like oh, okay okay yeah no i i can't do that mm. and i'm like okay now imagine that's how you feel all the time but everyone says you have to wear that right or the other way around or you know whatever like it's just about getting in someone's shoes right like if i've heard their stories i haven't heard all the stories but i've heard many of those stories and when you hear someone's story, it softens you. It gives you a chance to sort of put yourself in their shoes. But if you're just fighting, if you're just scared, or if you're just screaming, like you never have to have that experience, right? You don't nothing will shift for for anyone. So right. that that feels like a very small part of my being what I would consider my version of being an ally is to just still be a place where people who don't quite get it feel safe enough to talk about it and and I'm willing to listen. And so I can kind of just give them that idea. And then, and then sometimes I'll share some, like some of my clients have been incredibly suicidal until they could express themselves as the gender they feel and just life altering to have Mm -hmm. that option and how their lives matter and how we can sort of do things step-by-step differently. So anyway, that's just one piece of like this bigger puzzle. And it's, it's, um, but the backlash is backlash in it and it always has existed and a generation will go by and then we'll think it's silly that, you know, you, this was ever a question yeah. or whatever it might be. Right. Like it's, I mean, there are, there still people who are racist and absolutely do not think a black man and a white woman should get married. Yeah, of course, of course there, there are. are. Absolutely. So maybe there will always be something, but I do think, you know
4: the smaller the smaller uh, numbers that we can strengths. get that down the better yeah let's <laughs> the just more, get a, a better the more ratio normal yeah. that you know it always feels to say oh okay your your pronouns are they I call you they etc
2: yeah uh, to me that's kind of what I was getting at earlier I like a, I like a better ratio I like I like when uh there are way less flat earthers than not you know like better. I'm not saying I'm not saying kill them I'm saying like ideologically let's all get to a place where we have better understandings of these things that we're accepting of everybody's lives to me it's simple it's like I get to live my life the way I want to I don't know why I would ever have the right to tell someone else they don't you know what I mean like if you want to live your life any way you want to live it you should be able to live that life it's your life not mine like it doesn't make any sense to me this this whole fight makes no sense to me so when I see people get upset about it like I understand the feeling of like the first time maybe you meet somebody who's transgender and they're early in the process and you might immediately go oh last time I saw that person they uh, presented as a man but now they're presenting as a woman and you're not used to it and you kind of have a little bit of like oh shoot I hope I don't say the wrong thing and you know I understand those emotions those make sense to me because you're trying to navigate those those immediate situations what I don't understand is this like feeling like it's abhorrent to you and that they are not allowed to do what they want to right. do. Like I how don't understand how it affects it. you. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah. don't get it. That kind of control over other people makes no sense to me, and never has. And so, oh, it just frustrates the living crap out.
3: Well, of me. and this this is where everyone should go to therapy. Uh, is this idea of like what hap- what is what is going on for somebody? Right, like what is the if you're if you're already pretty sure everyone's out to get you, even though you're the most privileged human to live on the planet, (laughs) right? Like something is going on there. Like, like when I've had conversations with somebody who's just like, I got this mega rich on my own. And I'm like, Oh, I mean, okay. But also like libraries are paid by tax funds and your roads you drive on. Like, no, you didn't do everything on your own but why do you need it to be that way, right? Like if that curiosity about what's really going on for someone is is hard to pull off if they also trigger you, right? Like, because we all get triggered for different reasons. We're all getting whatever button pushed for different reasons. It's really tricky when they collide, but it's, it's really interesting when they don't, right? When you can just see someone throwing a fit about something where it doesn't trigger you and you can just have that conversation is different than when, We're both on opposite sides of the street screaming at each other outside of abortion clinic or something, right? Like that, that polarization thing is, is real. And yet that is also really fun to participate in or report on the news or, I mean, I kind of wish we had a news channel that just talked about how people navigate a difference as well. (laughs) Wouldn't that be (laughs) fun? Mm -hmm. She's like, look, we coordinated this effort. Look how bipartisan this was. You know, we just tend not to focus on that because humans are still doing that. They are. Every working relationship is doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's about really figuring out some of your own responses to things. Like, what is causing this for me? And does it call me to do something more? Um, Do I need to figure out, is is this really like a daddy issue I have not dealt with? Right, I'm telling you, a big one with trans stuff, or any anything with LGBTQ folks tends to be triggering for other people. Because I'm talking to those other people who are being triggered, and I'm like, okay, let's let's explore where's this come from. A lot of it is never having permission to be themselves,
5: Mm. Mm. and it's and
4: and the jealousy of seeing somebody else getting to it. I need to do that. Yeah. And
3: it also could be like, they're having a disgust response. They don't fully understand why mm-hmm. um, they're, it's confusing. They don't like being confused. And then they were never allowed to, they had to be a lawyer because their daddy made them and there's like, Whoa. Okay. So mm-hmm. a lot going on here. I mean, let's just take any of these legislators in any of these places and like, find out what is driving you. Is it, People telling you they need this? Is this your own thing? Like, there is. A, have you seen that John Stewart interview with the legislator from like Missouri or oh, whatever? Oh, that
2: was amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe that guy even he consented is- to sit in on that. I cannot I believe know. it. I know.
3: Have they not seen the show? They tore, he but tore also him to that, bits. The that level just, of, I am so right, yeah. the, the level of arrogance, but that protecting children is this banner cry that is sort of really covering up some other things. And that is, this is why everyone should go to therapy. <laughs> but no, it's hard to, to stare at our own thing, right? It's really hard to stare at our own thing. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So going back to the, to the emailer, just this idea of like, that's still true. It's hard to stare at your own stuff, right? It's hard to really look at that and feel the discomfort of your things. And it is so compelling. I, and I'm speaking for myself here, really, it's so much easier to help people. <laughs> much easier than to help myself or to deal with my own thing. Um, Because I know how to do that. And when you've been through something very difficult and you're helping others navigate, it feels really good. And you, you want to be there for them, but like really make sure you are, are getting the support and care you need because, you know, but it's, it may be just the reality sometimes that the wounded have to help the wounded because we're, they're feeling so embattled at the moment. And, you know, we hope the future is different. Yeah,
2: I really hope so. And I know it's, you know, I, I get a little heat in the chat room for being a little too Pollyannish about it, but I really do see this progress as positive. Like I just, nah. I, but I don't know what else to call it. Like there was a time where you couldn't come out at all. Now you can and you have mm-hmm. allies and mm-hmm. and I want to be one of those for people. And I know a lot of other people do too. And so I, I don't know. I just don't know what the, I don't know what the end game is, but I hope the end game is you know, I hope it's Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> That's what I hope it Utopian is. Utopian society, sure. Yeah, my, mean, you know, minus the Borg and and the crystalline entity course, and all that. Yeah. But yeah. still, let's go. Let's get to a better place. Um, all right, yeah.
4: Let's all take the yeah. Kobayashi Maru. Yeah.
2: <laughs> let's all do that. The impossible test they give you at Starfleet. <laughs> uh, Wendy, it's always okay. uh, good having, having you on. We'll uh, we'll miss this next week. However. Um, We'll maybe we'll record something while I'm there, and we'll put it up on the feed or something. I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do a little a little uh, uh, sit down at the at the wherever we're staying, be Airbnbs, and yeah, uh, sit and
3: hang down. Out. Yeah, you could interview me about my life's accomplishments.
2: Yeah, all the many <laughs> things you've done, uh, good, good and good <laughs> and bad. Uh, how you how you basically built an entire psychological practice out of me chasing you with a cold tottering. I <laughs>
3: yeah, I can tell that. let's get that in there
2: um (laughs) anyway i hope uh i hope you guys have a safe trip and uh all that stuff and enjoy your time because i know you're i know you're gonna get to be in vegas for a bit it's gonna be hot though holy crap you're gonna
3: be hot. oh my gosh why are you guys doing this to me we land uh i don't know what vegas temperatures because you know i get it mixed up with las vegas new New mexico whatever the sun Um, (laughs) is
4: just subtract five
5: yeah yeah
3: (laughs) but when i get to salt lake we get there sunday and it's like 105 nightmare land like Mm -hmm. what's happening
0: yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah, currently so oh here's the good news so uh, oh no that's bad news so you get there saturday 115 in vegas oh Uh, 111 the next day 106 on monday so nice cool monday but you'll be gone by that i think (laughs) uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Nice well, and hot, but everywhere there is yeah. very air conditioned and uh, probably waste yeah, a ton we'll of electricity. We'll go out on
4: this trip unless you have wooden shoes because your rubber sole shoes won't last. Yeah. Uh, you'll leave a little. <laughs> you'll leave little footprints. Bring hey, uh, all our
3: shoes from Holland. <laughs>
2: Bring them. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Flaming sole yeah. prints on the road. I love it. <laughs>
5: Sounds <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. Melted.
2: The so good cr- news <laughs> is any sort of uh, uh, co- COVID or otherwise disease outside will immediately be Has murdered. Oh, yeah. singed. Yeah. 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 Burned off like it should yeah. be. All right. Uh but have a fantastic one and I can't wait to see you okay. and your kids. Uh be yeah, safe. And we'll see you then.
3: All
2: right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Now. Bye. Oh, she's hanging <laughs> up in a hanging up in a hard way there. Whew. Yeah. Okay, that's over. <laughs> uh <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, well done, everybody. In the chat, lots of Are good conversation good? happening and uh, happy to see that. Yeah. Keep that going on our Discord, that kind of stuff. I was going to say,
4: it's probably it'll definitely continue over there and, and uh, as it should.
2: Faux show. Um, that's it for the show. We're done. It uh, is an important reminder that the show exists and uh, great segments like Wendy's exist because of your patronage. Without mm-hmm. it, we don't have a show. So please support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Get your couch parties and your play dates and your pre-show content and your art in the mail, your no ads, all that stuff. Plenty of other reasons to join. Go read about them now at patreon.com slash TMS. And big thanks to all those who have joined us here recently. Uh, Brian, we we got to go, but we need uh, music. Before that, though, all right, so Coverville at 1, Core Tonight. Oh, yeah, Core Tonight, 5 p.m. Uh, Check that out. Uh, Me, Bo, Bo, and John all back together. Yay!
4: The threesome returns. Yeah. Uh no guess the connection tomorrow because we're doing play date. I uh, always mm-hmm. skip guest the connection on days where we do play dates, so um you have to just wait one more week to find out who won. Um but uh, uh we haven't figured out what time we're starting play date.
2: Uh oh right. We we'll haven't p- talked about that, but we can I can do whatever. Nine, ten, whatever. Yeah, I think
4: nine might actually be better sure. for me tomorrow.
2: Yeah, we'll end at eleven. That's perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. Yep. Nine AM tomorrow. That'll be on the public feed, so come to frogpants.tv for that. Yep. And, uh, and if I you're a patron, a- you get some preferential treatment if you want to play with us. Oh yeah, what are and- we playing? We even talked about I that. I think
4: it'll be back to uh, Jackbox. All if right. we're alternating, then we're we're doing some
2: jackbox business. We'll warm up with some uh, drawful it's been a bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll we'll play through some of our favorite jackbox games. That's a great idea.
4: I'll start warm start warming up my apple pencil.
2: <laughs> Oh good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll be tomorrow. And um, also this weekend, Film SAC, uh you're probably going to get a our horror bonus show or a horror, our horror special, yes. horror special. Horror. And yeah. uh, then you'll get horror. a. Uh, That's right. I would say. <laughs> right after that, you'll end up getting what do we? What do we? Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. I watched it last night. Yeah, I got to watch that tonight yeah. or tomorrow. And then after that, another again, special. I've completely forgotten it yeah but we'll, <laughs> we'll have, did you end up so with Green Lantern did you go do like a refresher or anything or what did you I do?
4: did I did the um, uh, Fandango movie clips yeah. it's like I do that regardless like because if I watch the the movie on a Wednesday or Thursday night then I will do the morning we do film sec I'll watch the movie clips on uh, from Fandango mm. and um, that's a great way because it's it. like oh yeah that's right I forgot about this scene and I type more notes and and sort I of I should
2: thing. do that when i when we because sometimes we have a week where we can't yeah you get to bump or whatever, but I need to do yep. that. well anyway, tons of content this weekend, so do check yes. it all out, hopefully a skim later today if Kim is back from her cooking chicken they're kicking they're cooking mass mass amounts of chicken at Misha's house so they can get it ready for the trip
4: <laughs> deep frying baking grilling uh, what are they, grilling, what are they I believe
2: grilling because the goal is one night we're doing like fajitas or something oh. Gosh, that's awesome! I know it sounds good, right? Chicken fajitas, steak as well, I believe.
4: Yes, little fajita bar. I get it. That's that's so good. You get these big family groups. Those uh, those assemble it your damn self. uh,
2: Meals are the best. They really are the best because not only you get a little more choice. It always it tastes like you know how camping food tastes so good. It's like that somehow. Yes, yes, for sure. Anyway, uh, lots of stuff to catch. So make sure you do. And uh, join our Discord, as we mentioned earlier. We are at frogpants.com slash Discord. It's free to everybody to join in. we got tons of cool forums going now. People are competing in that golf coffee golf game every yeah. day. Yeah, oh, I need to do mine today, yeah. It was a good one today. I got some tree problems, but it was I got my first hole-in-one <laughs> since, since we started Ooh, playing. Ooh, with a driver? Or, uh... uh was a driver, I believe. Yeah, it would have been. And yep. it was pure luck, and there's no way I could replicate it. Um, Like a lot of hole-in-ones, right? They're hard to do in real life even. But uh, I got one, and I couldn't believe it, and then I proceeded on the next hole to do like six strokes, so it didn't matter. (laughs) It was still a shitty score at the end of the day, but so much fun. Anyway, Brian, let's do a song. You probably got a little something prepared here. Bounce, 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 roll, stop.
4: Oh, Oh, right past it. Uh, Hey, uh, Duncan wrote in. Said, the day is here. On this day, I have successfully ridden the big blue marble we call Earth for the 30th time. Pause oh! First. Let's
1: party!
2: Nice.
4: It has been a weird journey, and you guys have been making poop, joke and Brian, poop jokes and Brian in my head since 2007, where I started playing Wow, listening to The Instance, then Film Sack, and then The Morning Stream. Aww. You guys have both been entertaining and hugely impactful on my life. You both helped me through some tough times, and Wendy's segment taught me the invaluable lessons about myself, how not to be horrible, and the importance of mental health. Nice. Always a big
2: lesson. How Don't be horrible. Yeah, how not to be horrible.
4: Uh, you all made me confident enough to be a nerd before it was cool. Now that 12-year-old kid who is listening to you while leveling through the Barrens uh, is now a 30-year-old starting a family and a career in the game industry. Oh, power to Whoa, you oh
2: cool dude that's awesome
4: can i get any cover by tenacious d jack black doesn't get enough credit for how good a singer he is and if you can't play anything by them any rock and song to go along with my victorious charge into my 30s as long as you guys keep talking i'll keep listening love the show though can i get a we got scooters or a scott fletcher
2: boobies oh man what's easier um Let's see. Is this it? Oh. No, nope, that's not it. Um, <laughs> no, on. but
4: that's what some people do with boobies.
2: They do. They honk them and then go. oh, oh. Let's see, boobies. I definitely have a Scott Fletcher boobies. Let's see. Uh, here's oh, maybe. Let's see. Uh, wait. No. No.
1: roses are red amazing, amazing. no 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 no.
2: spring break boobies there, there it is it that's is. been a while dude that thing it's was cool. buried
4: that was buried yeah sounds like it uh, and then uh, P.S. you were both right the 20s you were, uh in the 20s you're just worrying about finding yourself and if you're successful enough everyone 29 and lower don't worry
2: yeah, quit <laughs> worrying about says. it. Really, I wish somebody could have convinced me to quit worrying when I was in my twenties. Yeah, so true. It's just a so fun true. time, and, then, and and you don't. And need then to worry.
4: thirty if people in your thirties, Uh, don't worry. Uh, Yeah, you know it what? When you turn forty, either
2: you know what 40, 40 year olds, you're fine too. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. and you know what? When I'm sixty, I'll tell my fifty year old self to knock it yeah. off. This is how this works. This is life. Exactly.
4: That's, yeah. how it, that's how it goes.
2: All right. Let's
4: get to this. Uh, a lot of people suggested this one in the chat room or hoping for this one. It is the uh, basically their cover of the entire second side of Abbey Road. Not really, but a lot of it. Cool. Uh, starting with You Never Give Me Your Money. Here's Tenacious D with uh, that whole Beatles medley.
1: funny papers and in the middle of negotiations you break down I never give you my number I only give you my situation but in the middle of investigations I break down. Out of college, money spent See no future, pay no rent All the money gone, nowhere to go Monday morning, hit the sack What the fuck, y'all lickin' my crack Yellow belly gown, nowhere to go But oh, that magic feeling Nowhere to go And oh, that magic feeling Nowhere to go, nowhere to go. Ah, 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 ah. Rock, roll, rock and roll. One sweet dream. the gas and wipe that your away once we dreamed come true today came true today came true today uh, 1, 2, all good children go to heaven
5: seven. all good children go to heaven 1,
1: for cat 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 oh yeah alright. are you gonna be a <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. 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 Oh, oh, no, shit. no, 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 shit. shit. and shit. Oh, shit. Oh, dip And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make.
4: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash
3: upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky, soft, and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at
0: oceamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.